Hey fellow bingers, welcome to Head Bingers in Charge. Mackenzie here. And I'm Courtney. Today we are starting round two of the Binger Games. If we have any new listeners, welcome to our podcast. We like to discuss TV shows, play some games, but right now we're in the middle of the Binger Games. We sure are. The Binger Games is a bracket-style tournament where we've put some of your favorite binge-worthy shows head-to-head to see who will come out on top. We've got 12 shows left going into round two. So if you want to follow along, you can go find the full bracket on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. I can't believe uh, we're down to 12 shows already. I know. We cut them uh, cut them in half. We really did. We're about to, about to cut them in half again, right? Yeah, we're about to have the Super Six. The Super Six. I like that. Mm-hmm. Also, an important reminder for any new bingies out there, we are not a spoiler-free show. Yep, that's very important, but don't worry, we won't spoil anything without warning you first. Um, This week we watched episode two of Ginny and Georgia, You, Schitt's Creek, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And we actually watched episodes two and three of Schitt's Creek. Correct. I think it's about that time, Kenz. I'm ready to get started. Are you ready? Yeah, let's just dig right into it. All right, let's hit that spoiler alert button. Round two. Ginny and Georgia versus you. All right, so Ginny and Georgia, episode two. What did we think? I was very excited to start watching this show again because I got really into it the first episode. Mm Mm-hmm. It just, you know how you said the thing about the Mighty Ducks eating the pancakes? This show feels like a comfort show for me. It's like, it just makes me warm and fuzzy. Agreed. It's, there's like nothing super spectacular about it, but I feel drawn to it. I Yeah, I, I, like that's what I was trying to find out. Like there's something, but there's not. I don't know. It's just like, I really, I don't know. I get into it. Yeah, it's like there's nothing super dramatic super intense it's just mm-hmm. i enjoy it i can't explain it but i enjoy it did you catch the uh, friends reference in there the friends too? of course i did of course i did they don't know oh, we, we know. know that we know they know <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah i love to see it love to see it let's uh jump right into the scorecard then and uh start talking about some of these details yeah uh, what did you think about the visual appeal Visual appeal, I went with a 4.5. Uh, I think, you know, like the quaint New England town, like the sets were really good. The flashbacks of Georgia, very good. Yeah, I was actually impressed with that gunshot. Yeah. When he, uh, when she shot her dad or stepdad or whatever right through the hand, like that looked really good. <laughs> that was impressive. Um yeah, I gave it a four. I thought everything was really good. True to genre? True to genre, I gave a four. Um, okay, I went 4.5. I thought it was still funny. Mm-hmm. And last time I said it was like lacking the drama. Um, but I felt a little more drama this time. Yeah, I do agree with that. I feel like, again, there is definitely some drama but nothing like super intense, you know? It's like just enough to keep me interested. So I think uh, I I gave it a four. I think I wanted 
to allow a little wiggle room for more, you know? Mm -hmm. What did you think about likable characters? I put 4.5. I like Georgia a lot. I don't know if we're supposed to like her. I think we are supposed to like her, but like she has some character flaws, obviously. But this episode really, with Mm -hmm. a few of the things that she did, like getting the popsicles for Austin's class, Mm -hmm. and she helped her out with the girls that like kind of framed her for robbery. Mm -hmm. And also at the end when they showed that she's the one writing the letters to Austin from his dad. Mm Mm-hmm. They were all, you know, they showed how much she actually cares, even though it seems like she's not like an involved, like, parent. Right. You can tell that, you know, motherhood maybe wasn't really her first choice, but she's trying her best at it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I gave it a four. I think that a lot of the characters are very likable. Um, They have a lot of likable characteristics. I'm just... Again, I want more, you know, like, like you said, this is a very like sit back and eat your pancakes kind of show. And for a dramedy, I guess I'm just expecting just a little more, you know, I'm not expecting the same intensity as a drama, but just a little bit more, you know? Okay. I don't think I give my square. I give a 4.5 for likable characters. Very good. So, so far... I'm straight fours down the board, and you're straight 4.5s, it sounds like. hmm Awesome. What about the acting? Acting, I gave a four. Very good. I also gave it a four. I thought, you know, everybody's doing a pretty good job doing their thing. I think, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Her friend? Max. Max, Max yeah. She cracks me up. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Um her character cracks me up and uh, I think she's a really good actress how she just kind of goes from this to that to this to that I think it's really really funny so speaking of likable characters how about Hunter when Ginny like accidentally hit him in the face with the tampon and he brought over a bag (laughs) of chips and said my sister's like salt like how cute is that yeah that was really cute and she's gonna end up ditching Hunter for the brother probably oh yeah for sure Oh my gosh, wait, speaking of um, whatever the brother's name is, when he sent her the Venmo money for the for the plan B and the, <laughs> the, he did the baby with the X emoji. Yeah, that was so yeah. funny. It's the little things, you know? Her little breakdown was kind of, that was good acting, I would say. When she was crying in the bedroom and... Definitely. She's like, I saw a little, ki- I saw a kid litter and I started to cry because no one cares about the planet. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. I'm assuming that's a hormonal side effect of the plan B plus starting her period or whatever. Like, right. So that was really funny. Um, I also, sorry, just to go back to Max for a second when um, Ginny was like, I've never kissed a girl. She's like, are you homophobic? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. I love a good gay joke. <laughs> um, anyway, character chemistry. I gave a five. I like her. I like Ginny's interactions with all her friends and classmates. Mm -hmm. And of course, the family, that's what makes the show, I think. Mm -hmm. The chemistry between Austin, Georgia, and Ginny. The living room dance party at the end. Like, come on. That was really cute. That was really cute. I also gave character chemistry a five. I want to root for Georgia so bad. Yeah. 
I really like um, the chemistry, even in like the friend group, you know, like how you could tell Maxine and the two other girls have been friends for a while and like they're trying to let Ginny in, but you could tell they're a little hesitant and they're getting used to each other. Right. I like the way the girls kind of all feed off of each other. So I also gave it a five. Pretty, uh, pretty consistent here. I think so. What about interesting slash bingeability? I held it a four because there wasn't a crazy like cliffhanger. You know, I didn't have to keep watching, even though I really, really want to. Right. I also gave it a four. I think that's the difference with like the dramedy mm-hmm. because of that comedy aspect. They kind of want. I think they kind of want it to be a little more lighthearted. Like at the end, we kind of felt like we got that little bit of a happy ending with the dance party and whatever. Like we kind of felt like the episode came to a full close. That's a very like... They want to end on a happy note, not like with the drama. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's a very like comedy sitcom vibe in my opinion. Um, But we did get that little bit of a mystery of like, you know, whatever is going on in Georgia's past and all that wild stuff, so... Yeah, that's definitely the drama aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. So so far, at least. Absolutely. Yeah, I gave it a four. I also like the interaction between um, Georgia and her new coworker, the guy. Yes, yes. Going back to character chemistry for a second, I think they're kind of cute. <laughs> How they kind of bicker, and mm-hmm. but they secretly like each other. They just don't want to admit it. Right. Love yeah. it. Love to see it. Emotional appeal? I went with a 4.5. Interesting. I think because of, you know, like, Ginny's little breakdown, I guess. Mm-hmm. Felt emotional. Okay. Um, I actually went with a 3.5 on this one. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think for, again, a dramedy, there could have been more. There was a little bit, like you said, uh, Ginny had that little bit of a breakdown even, Definitely um, laughed a lot, I think. Yeah, I did laugh a lot. Um, and even, like, Austin's thing when he, like, you know, went in front of the classroom and <laughs> talked about those letters from his dad and he kind of got, like, picked on about it or poked fun at. There was definitely some emotion, mm-hmm. but nothing, like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't, like, super sad or Yeah, super, I didn't cry or anything. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I went with the 3.5 there. What about originality? I went with a four. Uh, there's nothing, like like we said before, nothing that like stands out, but it's also not like anything I've seen. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I don't know. It's a mind-blowing show. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. I also went with a four. I feel like, like you said, there's not anything super original about it, but I do feel like it's very trendy which to me makes it feel new and exciting, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just something fun about it, and I feel like, you know, I'm watching a show that was made in 2021 instead of, you know, we're watching, I feel like we're watching a lot of shows that are from a couple years back, so... This one just came out last year, I think. Well, there we go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. Like every, all the all the words they're using are like words people are using right now. Like right. it's very trendy. You know what I mean? So um, and that kind of comes through. So I like that. Overall? What did you give it overall? Overall, I went with a 4.5. Wow. You and the 4.5s today. This show makes me all warm and fuzzy. Like I said, I really. 
Yeah. I dig it. I feel you. Uh, I went with the four. Again, I'm very much enjoying it. It also makes me feel warm and fuzzy, but there's nothing super spectacular about it. At least not yet. Maybe, maybe in later episodes, but, you know, we're vibing right now. We're vibing at the four. All right. So, what did the audience think this week, Mackenzie? The audience was pretty close, but leaned slightly towards Ginny and Georgia. So, Ginny and Georgia is being awarded three of the five audience bonus points. All right. So, with three audience bonus points, that brings my total score to a 39.5. With the audience bonus, my total score is a 42.5. That is an 82 out of 100. 8.2 out of 10. It's a pretty good score. Yep, we were uh, slightly higher than IMDb. They gave a 7.7. Well, I think we uh, are a little biased. Like we said, it makes us feel warm and and fuzzy inside for whatever reason, so Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me. And the the friends joke got a little bonus points, you know? That's exactly what it was. Um, also, while I was telling my scores, I forgot to mention one of my little notes that I wrote down. Can we talk about uh, how hot Jenny's dad is, Zion? Oh, yeah. Um, hello. He's hot. He is. He's a good looking guy. He definitely is. I'm very interested to uh, see him a little bit more and see, you know, I'm assuming because he's a photographer and he travels or... I mean, obviously him and, you know, Georgia were like robbing convenience stores and stuff. So maybe he gets caught and sent to jail. Maybe. So who knows? I wonder where he disappears to. You know what character I also, um, I wanted to bring up, I think he's a little underrated, is Joe, the waiter at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Poor Georgia bullies him into doing whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. I like him, though. Well, she, she does seem to have a way with men. Mm-hmm. Well, men are stupid, you know? It's easy to <laughs> wrap them around your finger. Easy to manipulate? Exactly. Exactly. All right, so 82 is the score to beat. So let's move over to you and see how it compares. Yes, very, uh, such a contrast in shows. You know, I went from feeling warm and fuzzy to uh, cold and what's the opposite of fuzzy? I don't know, creeped out, (laughs) on edge. Cold and smooth. (laughs) Icky. Cold and icky. Yeah. Uncomfy. I gotta say, um, the actor, his name is slipping my mind, but uh, the guy that plays Joe is, he does good acting. He does. It's very interesting how, like we were kind of talking about last time we talked about the show, how he does almost come across as likable. Mm-hmm. Like when we're learning about his backstory and when he interacts with uh, the little boy Paco, like, you know, you almost want to like him. He's very charismatic, smooth talker. He's good looking. Like, you almost want to like him. And then he also does a really good job of giving off those creepy vibes, though, when he's standing outside of her window or even when he was tormenting Benji. Like, mm-hmm. you get those kind of like creepy serial killer vibes i think the actor you're right does a great job and i liked uh how they wrote it how they talked about frankenstein the book and joe was 
and like Paco were talking about it and Paco said mm-hmm. it makes it seem when you do it from the monster's point of view it makes it seem like the monster isn't all that bad it makes him seem like his actions are justified absolutely drawing those parallels and Joe was like yeah it's it's kind of like it was the doctor's fault for making him that way and then they showed the old bookstore owner you know how he like trapped Joe in the room and isn't that his dad kind of like he made him that way I don't think it was his dad. I'm not sure. Oh. I assumed it was his dad. I thought he was just like working there. I'm not sure. I thought he just got a job there. And I thought his dad used to own the bookstore. It could be. I'm not. Hmm. But I thought that was really cool how they talked about the book. Definitely. They draw draw that parallel. I think that's a little bit of foreshadowing too in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to hear a little bit more about his past and why he feels like the doctor made him the way he was like it's not his fault yeah but what did you think about the visual appeal because of i thought benji's injuries looked really good and they didn't like change when they kept going back to him like he always had like the head wound and everything and the cube itself like that room in the basement i think looks really good i went with a 4.5 okay all the new york scenes and everything all right. I went with a four. I thought, I, I, get, I don't know why I was shying away from the point fives a little bit this week, but. Yeah, I went, I went in on the point fives again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought everything was good, but nothing like mind blowing, you know? That's fair. Um, true to genre? True to genre. I gave a five. Um, okay. The genre's thriller, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I feel like we definitely got a lot more um, in his head and like the creepy, the stalking, the what's going to happen next. He's, you know, torturing Benji psychologically, Mm -hmm. you know, and he keeps saying, I know you're not a killer. And Joe's like, yeah, I'm not a killer. But somewhere in the back of our minds, we're like, what's going to happen? And sure enough, spoiler alert, he ends up killing him. So I know. And you know, it's funny. We kept saying when we talked about the first episode, we were like, is he a killer? Is he not a killer? I kind of thought he wasn't. Yeah, I think I did too. Uh, but I think he just, and he didn't seem like he was going to, but then he just got to the point where he kind of, not that he, I mean, you don't have to kill anybody, but he thought he had to. So he did. Right. But he didn't physically do it, you know, you know, with the poison. Yes. It was a very detached way of doing it, which... You know, with all of our criminal minds expertise, we're psychoanalyzing him as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a very hands-off way to kill him, for sure. Did um, I give my score? I went with the 4.5. Okay. Okay. I went with the full 5. Yeah. I don't, I was thrilled, but I, I, I was shy from giving the 5. That's fair. That's fair. What about likable characters? I did a 3.5. Wow. We differed on this one. I I think the characters have depth, mm-hmm. but I don't like them. I don't like Benji. I don't really like Beck that much. I don't like Joe because he's a creep, although I kind of do like him when he's not a creep. Okay. I actually went with a five. Oh, wow. I thought we got a lot of depth from each of the characters this week Mm -hmm. we got a little more about joe and his background and why he is the way that he is which again 
almost makes you want to like him a little bit. Not that having a shitty past is an excuse to stalk people and murder people, but it's almost like, well, you know, if his situation would have been different when he was younger, this might not have happened, you know? Um, Same with Beck. We got a little more about Beck when Joe was saying like, oh, is she this person that Benji thinks she is or is this is she the person that I think she is, you know? We got a little more depth when, you know, she didn't sleep with the professor and she called him out for his sexual harassment and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think we got a lot more depth on each of the characters and each of them made, each one of those things made me like them just a little bit more. Maybe not a lot, but a little bit, you know? Okay. Even Benji with that, his whole past, not that I like him at all. It made me hate him more, but we're supposed to hate him, you know? Right. We're supposed to almost feel like his death was quote unquote justified. Almost. That was a good explanation. Thank you. Your score is justified. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. What about the acting? Acting, I gave 4.5. I think, like I said before, I think Joe, oh, Penn Badgley, that's his name. Uh, he does an incredible job mm-hmm. at like being the charming yet creepy. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of a better word, but I'm just going to go with it because he is creepy. Absolutely. Yeah, I also gave it a 4.5. Like you said, I was at the 4 because everything was, you know, good but not spectacular. But then the more I thought about, you know, what we talked about earlier, how he's creepy. Mm -hmm. But you also almost like him. Like, I think that's a very delicate balance for sure. So I think he does a great job. So that little, that got him that little bit more for the acting. Yep. Chemistry? Character chemistry. I gave a four. Um, I thought everything was good. Um, You could definitely feel the vibes with him and Beck. Like the couple times when like you thought they were going to kiss and then she didn't kiss him, and mm-hmm. then she friend-zoned him, but then they did kiss. Like, when she pulled him in to kiss at the bookstore, I was like, oof, that was kind of hot, you know? Like you could- the donut, he, she gave him, I like the, the whole thing with the donut, and she's like, oh, you know, original, plain, old-fashioned, like you. Like, Yeah. I was feeling the vibes, too. I went with a 4.5. Wow, there you go. Mm-hmm. I um I also thought it was interesting. I don't really know if this goes under character chemistry, but just to point out, um, her friend Peach when she kind of was like, I don't know, kind of almost like uh, interrogating Joe. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, you just so happened to be there. Like, a little bit of lingering, like, ooh, is she going to figure it out? She's going to be dead next. Watch. That's that's the thing is it's either she's going to be dead next or she's going to be the first one to realize that Joe is not all hunky-dory and amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a little bit of uncertainty there. But I also, (laughs) I was also cracking up when they were at the party and she was like, brown people don't bite. Alumni. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. Mm. Um, Also, um, speaking of that party, uh, can we talk about his ex Candace for a second? Yeah. And how she disappeared and went off to Rome. Off the grid. Nobody hears from her. That's a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Is she... Dead? Is she dead? Did she drop off the grid because she started to realize Joe was a psycho? 
what's what's happening there? There's a lot of mystery, Ken's. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of mystery. A lot of there's a lot more to dive into. Mm-hmm. A lot of thrills, if you will. Mm. Interesting slash bingeability. I went with a four. Um, again, I want to watch it. It didn't leave off on a crazy cliffhanger because you know he kind of he killed him. Yeah, same. I also went with the four. Um, I'm pretty consistent with that every week. If you leave me on a cliffhanger, it's very easy to get that five out of me. If you don't, mm-hmm. you got to have something else really interesting going on to get that five out of me. So I also went with a four. Glad we could agree on something. Yeah. What about emotional appeal? I went four. I also went four. Nothing uh, stuck out, but just like yeah, just like the eerie feeling throughout from him, like following her around. Definitely, and uh, with the professor a little bit too. When he tried to make a pass at her, that made me feel icky. Mm-hmm. And then when she called him out, that made me feel like empowered a little. I was like, "Yes, queen, you got this. Shut him down," mm-hmm. you know. Um, so there was a little bit of emotion there for sure, but nothing, nothing too wild. Originality? Originality, I went with a three. A three? A three. I went four. Okay. I personally just feel like it's a, an episode of Criminal Minds, but we're just following one unsub, you know? I don't know. I see a lot of similarities. Yeah. I still think just. The fact, like, him narrating and from his point of view, it makes it a little different. Okay. Hey, that's a valid opinion. Absolutely. So what did you think overall? Overall, I went 4.5. Wow. Utilizing that 0.5. Queen. Uh, I went with a 4. Okay. Stuck with the solid 4. That seemed to be my average score throughout. So um, I was certainly... um, pleasantly surprised i feel like the first episode i wasn't super impressed with i don't know why like i remember wanting the other show that it was up against to win i don't even remember what show was it who killed sarah no it was um oh tell me your secrets tell me your secrets yeah i was gonna say the one with the swamp (laughs) yeah i remember like slightly leaning that way um but this episode I liked a little bit better, so. Yeah, I think it's just like the intensity. It keeps me mm-hmm. keeps me into it. Yeah, it's intense throughout. It's like you know something's going to happen. When is it going to happen? You know? Mm-hmm. We know he's a creep. She doesn't know he's a creep. We know something that she doesn't know, so it keeps us going. So, that audience bonus was a two, I assume? Yes, two points. So that... Gave my final score a 39.5, which is the same exact score that I got for Ginny in Georgia. Wow. It leaves me with a 40. Wow, close one here. Yeah, it looks like a 79.5. Mm-hmm. So, 8 out of 10, roughly? 8 out of 10. IMDb went 8.1. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So IMDb thought you was better, and we thought Ginny and Georgia was better. Yeah, it's hard. I, I really like both of them. I, it's hard to compare them, you know, because they're so different, but that's the point, right? 
Yeah, and the, that's why we use the scorecard, you know, to kind of help with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like Ginny and Georgia will be moving on um, with 82 points. Will you be watching you? Um, I'm not sure. It's certainly not one of the ones that would be like top on my list to watch from the Binger games, but I am very intrigued for sure. Okay. I might, uh, if I have some spare time, I might tune in. I've already been watching Little Fires Everywhere, so. Nice. I only have two episodes left. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good, actually. Love that. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Round two. Schitt's Creek versus The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. All right, so let's start with Schitt's Creek. We watched two episodes. We watched episode two and episode three, just to kind of be fair and give Schitt's Creek a full 40 minutes-ish to compare to the Mrs. Maisel 40-ish minutes. Um, What did you think? I gotta say, I didn't hate it, Schitt's Creek. It got a a little better, a little funnier. I agree. Yeah, to know the characters a little more, and I definitely laughed a few times this time. Mm-hmm. I did as well, and I think the two episodes really helped. Mm-hmm. There's really just not enough in one, you know, 20-minute sitcom episode to, like, yep. get any kind of emotion or feeling out of it. So I do agree with that. Um, let's maybe see how that translated in the scorecard. Okay, uh, visual appeal. I uh, I went four. I think you can really tell that it's like a rundown town, and based on what everyone's wearing in the town and the contrast between what they're wearing, the uh, the family. Definitely, I uh, also went with a four. I re- particularly enjoyed the like city hall scene when they went into the city hall, and you could just tell everything was run down, and it looks exactly how an old building built in 18 something right and never renovated would look so what about the uh the town sign <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah that was the funny part i enjoyed that scene very much um and then when he added the sign that said that's his sister <laughs> don't worry yeah. that's his sister or something like that See, i'll fix it <laughs> that was pretty funny um what about true to genre i went with a four okay I went with a five. Um, That's why I was kind of hesitant when I just looked at it. I was like, I don't know why. I mean, it's a sitcom. I don't have any justification for why I went with lower. But Yeah, I really I felt the sitcom vibes. Like you could tell everything is just like light and funny and, you know, um, short and sweet. And like, you know, it's not like when you have these longer shows, it's like, uh, you know, we don't find out what happens until the very end, whereas sitcoms are more like, oh, the characters have one small problem to overcome, and they overcome it through in, in the episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he needed to get the contract signed, he had to go through it, he got the contract signed, you know? Like, So I really got the sitcom vibes. Yeah, they're kind of like, technically they're like standalone episodes where you could just watch, you know, kind of like Friends or mm-hmm. That 70s Show or any sitcom, you could just watch an episode and not really have the background right and not miss much definitely what did you think about likable characters 
I went with a four, a little bit better than the last time, which I think I gave it a two. Uh, I think the mom is hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah. I still can't get with the mom. I just, I don't know what it is about her character. I just can't. I don't like the dad. Really? Yeah, I'm sure you like him. Wow, I like Eugene. <laughs> did you know that they're actually father and son? I didn't know that. Yes, I did know that. Mm, I didn't know that. And the daughter's in the show, too. Oh, really? Yeah, the daughter is, uh, she plays Twyla, the waitress. Oh, yeah, the waitress. Yeah, that's her. That's, that's sleeping with the beardy guy. Yep. Um, interesting. Um, I gave likable characters a three. Um, again, slightly improved from last time, but not a lot because I still don't really like the mom. Um, I think my favorite character so far is, um, Daniel Levy. I can't remember his character name. Um, David? David, thank you. I think my favorite character is the woman at the front desk. Yeah, she's pretty funny too. She's funny. I like her. Um, but I mean, you know. Us gays gotta stick together, so I'm a big fan of David. <laughs> I like his uh his gay jokes when he the first time I laughed watching the show when he was like, No thank you, I don't feel like being hate crime today. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> totally relatable. <laughs> but um yeah, I liked them slightly more this time. I feel like again, there's still a lot of room for improvement with these characters, so Okay. Acting? Acting I went four point five. I think the mom's acting is really good how she has like her breakdown I don't know what she has going on but like how dramatic she is and just I guess she goes into those episodes they were talking about yeah I thought she was she played that really well yeah she was like over the top and like losing it it's kind of um you know an interesting look into what life as a celebrity could potentially be like for people you know some people can't handle it the fact that you know mm -hmm. if you google your name and people have always got negative things to say about you or even if the comments are mostly good sometimes you only notice the bad ones or sometimes the bad ones are at the top of the google search and mm -hmm. it can definitely be a lot so that was i think an interesting look into maybe why you know celebrities sometimes fall off the grid or you know, they're they're going through a lot and people don't realize that, you know. I mean, we saw that a lot with this whole free Britney thing, you know. Everybody judged her when she shaved her head and now we're getting the full story and everybody's like, damn, I would have shaved my head too, you know. I would have shaved my eyebrows too, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's, we don't see all of what's going on behind the scenes. We only see what the celebrities portray or what the media tells us. So I thought that was an interesting insight, for sure. Also, I don't think in the first episode we knew that she was famous. We really didn't know why they were rich or anything. Yeah, absolutely. We just, I had just assumed they were, because there was something about like embezzlement and whatever. So I assumed like businessman. Yeah, I think he's a businessman, but I'm sure they get some of their money from her. Yeah, definitely. Being in a TV show. Mm -hmm. Did you get um, Friends vibes when she when he was like, slap me? Reminds me of that episode when uh, Joey is with the actress. It's uh, Susan Sarandon, I think, and she has the famous slap. Oh, yeah. And Rachel's like, can you slap me? Can you slap me right here? No, Monica, I'm sorry. Monica, can you slap me right here? <laughs> slap me right in the face. Cracks me up. 
Um, no, I didn't get friends vibes. I didn't, but uh, I did. As soon as she said, as soon as he said, "Can you slap me?" I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so funny." Yeah, yeah it makes sense. And she actually did slap him. She did. She gave him the double slap. <laughs> yeah, that that didn't look the best. No, it really didn't. <laughs> but yeah, I gave the acting a four. I thought everything was average. Thought it was good. Cool. Um, character chemistry. I uh, I went with a four. I think the family chemistry really holds it together. I agree. I also went with a four. You could tell that, you know, even though they're rich and snobby, like, they still care about each other. Like, when uh, Eugene Levy's character was calling him on his first day as a bag boy, like... Yeah, that was funny. That was kind of funny. Um, I thought it was hilarious when he was like, yeah, minimum wage. That's like, what, 40, 45 an hour? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Just how, like, clueless they are. Yes. That's so funny. Um, I hope uh, Chris Rohr is nodding along listening to this. Like, yes, this is what I'm trying to tell you guys. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But um, I also gave it a four. I don't remember if I said that. Um, like the family vibes, definitely. I even like the the funny chemistry with the mayor, Mr. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> mayor Shit. <laughs> when he said that's my uh, great uncle Horace Shit or something, I was like, <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny. Um, interesting slash bingeability. This I went 3.5. It's not a show that like, you know, you have to binge Mm -hmm. uh you can but it's a show you can kind of just put on in the background or right do something else while you're watching definitely um i actually went with a four for this one not necessarily for the interesting because i still don't find it to be as interesting as some of the other shows we're watching but for the bingeability definitely like sitcoms i think are so bingeable it's so easy to just sit there and Mm -hmm. watch episode after episode and because they're so fast exactly and they're so like light and you don't need like a mental break like if you're watching 13 reasons why or exactly so emotional appeal i went three um i guess i did laugh a little more which before i only gave it a two so it is an improvement I could have went a little higher, I guess, but um, I think like the only thing I felt was like the funny. Yeah, I agree. I also went with a three. The laughter was there, but there was really nothing else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little sense of like, uh, I don't know, like I was kind of rooting for David when he was going for that bag boy thing. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is cute. He's going to try. And, you know, there was a little bit of... Trying to get a job. Yeah, there was a little bit more there, but, you know... I'm kind of rooting for the characters a little bit, but I want to root for them more. You know, the first episode, we didn't really like them. Right. You know what I mean? I want to I wanna feel like I can root for them. Yeah. Um, originality? I went with a four. Um, it did get brought to my attention before we said it was, like, unoriginal. And we kind of got harped on that because uh, someone said most shows talk about rags to riches. Mm-hmm. But this is going from riches to rags. Yeah. So it is It is a little different. Definitely. I would agree with that. Um, that's a good perspective. Um, I went with a four this time. Uh, again, a little bit of an improvement. I do think, you know, the sitcomness about it is not original, but it is kind of exciting now, you know, like a, a little bit trendy almost and, you know, um, a little bit more excitement. 
So I went with the uh, with the four this time. Cool. Leaned a little generous. Overall? Overall, I went 3.5. Okay. I went with the four. I enjoyed these two episodes a little bit more. Um, I did have some threes sprinkled in here, but for the most part, I had a lot of fours down the board, so mm-hmm. I think four was the way to go. Nice. Yeah, what did the audience think? The audience was uh, leaning more towards Schitt's Creek. They get uh, three out of five bonus points. So that makes my final score a 38. Makes my final score a 37.5. We were pretty close there, Ken. Pretty close, Court. 75.5? Yeah, 7.6 out of 10. Now, IMDb, I had to look up two scores because we got episode two and three. Episode two got 7.2. Episode three got 7.6. So. Well, there we go. 7.6. Pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so 75.5 out of 100 is the score to beat. Shall we see how Mrs. Maisel compared? Yes. I'm excited to talk about Midge. I'm excited to talk about this show as well. Um, this I was freaking the, love Midge. I love her. I love her. Um, I'm starting to like this show more and more. Um, I was like cracking up this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, with, uh, please remind me of her name. Miss Ungermeyer. Isn't it Susan? Susie? Susie. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Susie had me cracking up this week when she came into their apartment and she was like why is his hand sticky yeah exactly all the comments and she was just talking so fast and why am I holding this child yeah it was very very funny I was like cracking up that whole time and then Midge of course is very funny her stand-up routine funny as always I Um, loved how she like she was just walking in the door and Susie just Went right to the stage and walked the other lady off and let her go right on there. Yep, that was incredible time, like comedic timing on point. Um, I am very uh, into this show. I like this show a lot. And um, I think this was a good matchup with Schitt's Creek because they're both, you know, supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, even though one's a sitcom and one's the period piece, they're both supposed to be funny. So I think this was definitely a fair matchup. All right, let's go. Uh, let's get right into the scoreboard. I think this is going to be a good one. I think so too. Visual appeal. I went five. I think the costumes are really good for like the time period, the sets. I mean, the house is like incredible in itself. Like all the furniture and everything, it looks really like old. Definitely, I went with a four point five. Um, I think the the staging of the house and those perfectly placed throw pillows and like mm-hmm. everything about it, the costumes, the haircuts. Um, you really feel like it is a period piece for sure. True to genre? I went with a five. Um, definitely a, a period piece. You can tell not only from that visual appeal that we just talked about, but um, even like, you know, the things going on in the show, like the fact that they think her whole life is going to fall apart because she doesn't have a man to take care of her. Like, who cares? I know. She's like, I'm going to go back to school. And they're like what yeah like good for her like oh what's when um 
Joel's dad was like, what is she going to do? She's just going to take care of herself. She's going to be alone. And I was like, oh, my God. Who's going to protect her? Like, from what? Like, what are we talking about here? And he's not even talking to her. He's talking to her dad the entire time. Like, you're going to let her do that? You're going to... Yeah, like, what the... She's a full-grown adult. Why does dad still have all the the power here? I'm so glad we didn't live during that time. Oh, my gosh. Me too. At least not that we know of. Maybe in another life. Hmm. Yeah, I gave it a five. Did you say your score? I, oh, I don't know if I did. I went with a five as well. Okay, perfect. Um, likable characters, I gave a five. Mm. I went 4.5 only because I still don't like Joel. Well, yeah. But you're not supposed to like him probably. I mean, there are some likable characteristics of him when we see the flashbacks. I do like him, but I obviously don't like him now. I liked um, meeting Joel's dad, though we hadn't met him. I thought he was funny how he he moved Penny. Yes. I thought that was awesome. That was one of the big things where I was like, see, even these characters that we just met or we didn't like last week, like we mentioned that we weren't sure how we felt about the parents. I kind of liked them a little bit, even though her dad is still a little, you know, macho, masculine, head, household, whatever. There are still certain likable characters. Like when he pulled Joel into the bedroom and said, how will you ever find another woman like Midge? I was like, yes, King. Even like the... Even the unlikable characters have likable traits or like little moments where you're like, ooh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even the mom, you know, I know she went to the tea leaf lady and like, you know, that seems a little weird, but it's like she's trying to cope and she's trying to get through it. You know what I mean? She could just be in denial and be mad at Midge, but instead she's trying to process and you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I went with a five. I'm really enjoying everybody in the show, even... You know, Joel has to be the villain and Penny, whatever the hell her name is, Penny Pan. Penny Pan. Has to be a Sounds villain. Sounds like Panda, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 like, I went to five. Character chemistry? Or did I miss acting? I'm sorry. Acting, I went with a four. Um, everything's been really good. The comedic timing, um, impeccable. Um, I went with a four. I went, uh, I was going for until the last scene when she finally went back on that stage and had another rant and I went 4.5. Nice. Very good. I can see that. I can see that. I hope she does that. I hope they have like her doing a stand-up act once each episode because it's like, it's amazing. Well, if she keeps getting arrested, she's not going to be able to afford it. <laughs> she's like, wait, I was bailed out. What are you talking about? I can't believe. If you get bailed out, you don't have to go to court, right? <laughs> Well, to be fair, I don't know how any of that works either. So I'm just as confused as she is. I don't know either, but like, I know you just get bailed out just to get you out of jail, but you still have to like... Right. You're still like a criminal or whatever. And do like the court. Yeah. Yeah. The charges are still there. Right. Right. Um, I also... I don't know why the cops came in the second time, though. She wasn't... She got arrested for cursing. I guess just for cursing? Because women can't curse. Isn't that ridiculous? Like... She walked in, she's... When she said that quote in, like, Russian or whatever, and she's like, that's Russian mother... I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That was very funny. She was cracking me up. Um, What was... What were we talking about? The acting? Acting. Yeah. (laughs) Acting. Very good. Uh, So what about character chemistry? I went 4.5. I think... Midge has a good chemistry with the bar woman. Susie. Good chemistry with Joel, mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. The parents, even uh, her and the friend, we got to see more of their interaction when they went to like the class and everything. 
That's true. Um, Solid. Yeah, I went with a four. Um, after hearing you talk, I kind of wish I had leaned with the 4.5. Um, but I went with the four. Um, everything was pretty good. Um, the relationship that actually sticks out most to me is Joel and his dad when they were kind of going at it uh, in the office and he's like, it's my life. Why are you messing with it? And the dad is kind of like, I gave you this life, you know, like he doesn't realize, I guess, how privileged he is in that sense that his dad got him that job and whatever. So um, I really liked their interaction for sure. Um, but for some reason, I was feeling the four. I don't know. <laughs> I like uh, Joel's mom, too. Yes. She's uh, very funny. You can tell she's just supposed to be there for like comedy She's very, like, funny side characters. No real depth to her, but she's there. Not yet. She might have some depth. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so. Interesting slash bingeability. I went four. Um, they didn't leave off on a cliffhanger. You know, there's nothing, like, really, like, in suspense. Mm-hmm. But I want to watch it just because it's so funny. Mm. Um, I actually went with the five. Whoa. I know. I know I said... If there's no cliffhanger, it's hard to get a five out of me. But I think them ending with the stand-up routine really was a smart decision. Because, I don't know, it's like you're rooting for her and you want to watch the next episode because you're you're very much like leaving on that high, you know? It's like mm-hmm. the whole episode, you kind of have these moments of like intense build-up and funny. And then you'd kind of drop a little bit. Like when they're just in the factory, that kind of dropped a little bit, you know? But... They left, I think, on a really high note that made me like, oh my gosh, I want to watch the next episode, you know? Yeah. And it was very funny. I laughed a lot. Emotional? Uh, I went with a four. It was, like I said, I laughed a lot, but um, there wasn't much else. I went 4.5. I think, you know, just her rants for her comedy. Um, kind of her and... A lot of passion in them. Her and Joel, I kind of liked their conversation when he was like oh the you know the can I see the kids she's like of course you're their father like I don't know okay hey that's fair yep very fair that's what I'm going with what about originality I went four I also went with a four I think it's really cool to see um this kind of show I feel like it is pretty original pretty exciting I kind of wish it's like based on a true story but I don't know that it is yeah that would be awesome she's like so cool I just want to be friends with her right (laughs) she's awesome she's like the kind of woman that like I hope I would have been if I was alive in that time period you know like Mm -hmm. smashing barriers and just being awesome um what did you think overall overall I went 4.5 very good. I went with the full five. Wow. Really liked the episode. My scores were between a four and a five the whole time, but like I said, I think it left on a really high note, left me wanting more. I thought it was really a really good episode, really good show overall. So pre-Binger Games, Court's favorite genres were probably sitcom and comedy, and post, it's going to be sci-fi and period pieces. <laughs> Apparently. Who knew? Well, you can't say Miss, you can't say Mrs. Maisel isn't also a comedy. Come on, it is. That's it's true. It's just a period piece comedy. Although I wouldn't think that I would like anything period. So I I understand what what point you're making there for sure. Yep. Um, 
So the audience gave it a two, right? Yep, audience bonus of two out of five. That brings my total to a 42.5. Miss McKenzie, that brings my total to a 42.5. <gasps> Our first tie. Oh my gosh. We both scored it exactly the same. Well, what do we get for that? I don't know. And that is an 85 out of 100. It's a pretty high score. 8.5 out of 10. IMDb went 8.4 out of 10. So Wow, we were pretty close. We're getting good at this. We're starting to match the IMDb's. We are, Ken's. We're really, we're, we're getting better with practice here. Mm-hmm. That only means the, uh, the last couple rounds of the Binger games are only going to be better. So, it looks like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel is also moving on to round three. Yeah, we have our first two shows moving on to the top six. Ginny and Georgia and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Who will join them in the semifinals? I guess we're going to find out. Um, next week's matchup is going to be the Hardy Boys versus Big Little Lies. Ooh. And Good Girls versus Big Shot. Mm. So make sure you... Go vote for who you want to win on our Instagram and Twitter polls. We drop new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure you subscribe to our show. Also, hit us up on social media at HeadbingersPod. We really want to hear from you guys. Yes, we do. We want you to vote. We want to hear your feedback on the Binger Games, and we want to know what you guys want us to do for future episodes moving forward. Yes, please let us know. We want the feedback. So, Bingies Worldwide. Thanks for listening and keep on binging. Don't wanna-